with Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting. Yesterday, the Franklin County Board of Supervisors held a special meeting and held a public hearing and the second reading of the county's proposed commercial wind energy conversion system ordinance. During the hearing held at the Franklin County Law Enforcement Center, 20 oral comments were received by the Board of Supervisors, including concerns from county residents about drainage around the proposed wind farms and the recycling of broken parts from the turbines. They say they break the tile. They're going to fix it. How do we know the tile's broke? Heavy rain, the water pools. Then what? Are they going to dig it all up and fix it? Well, they say they will, but will they really? It's also probably going to be plugged up with dirt, too. Are they going to clean that out, too? I think that's a bill they don't want to be on the hook for again. Talk about recycling. I've been told by these companies that they're all about recycling, and yet they're not 100% recyclable, are they? I also hear windmills are so great, but let's make no mistake. All they want is the almighty dollar. They aren't islands. Are we going to sell the future of our children and their children for the almighty dollar? Over 30 written comments were received by the board during the meeting as well. Now next week, the board will hold another public hearing and the third reading of said ordinance. Franklin County Board of Supervisors Chairman Chris Van Ness tells Radio On The Go News what will happen if the third reading of the ordinance is passed next week. The supervisors will take the input from what we've heard at these three public hearings and either approve the ordinance as it is currently written or make changes based on the information we heard here at these public hearings. And then following that, if we do make a change in the ordinance, we will have to have three more public hearings on that, on what the changes were. Over 60 people were in attendance at yesterday's special meeting. The Iowa Utilities Board has issued an order setting public hearing dates of July 11th and 12th regarding what is called the Sioux Green Underground Electric Transmission Line Project. The hearing will be held at Johnson's Family Restaurant and Reception Hall in El Cater. Sioux Green involves almost 174 miles of 525 kilovolt underground high voltage direct current transmission line that would run through eight Iowa counties, including Cerro Gordo and Floyd in the broadcast area. Participation in the public hearing will be in-person only. For more information, go to iub.iowa.gov. Again, that's iub.iowa.gov. Saturday, just after 11 p.m., Franklin County Sheriff's Department received the report of a single vehicle accident near the intersection of Nettle Avenue, 110th Street, or southwest of Hampton. 53-year-old Brian Balvans of rural Iowa Falls driving a 2012 Dodge Ram truck when he was involved in an accident that caused up to $10,000 in damage to his vehicle and also caused damage to a sign along Nettle Avenue. He was transported to Franklin General Hospital for treatment of unknown injuries and charges are pending. The north of Butler School District is in the midst of holding public meetings this week regarding the upcoming bond vote. On March 7th, if approved, the $12.6 million bond issue would improve learning spaces with extensive renovations throughout the elementary and high school buildings. The first meeting was held last night in the elementary school auditorium in Allison. The second will be held today at 6.30 p.m. in the high school commons in Green. More information on the bond vote can be found online at northbutlerplanning.org. Again, that's northbutlerplanning.org. NIAC is moving ahead with construction of a new career center in Charles City. The first NIAC career center is open in Forest City. 
serves several districts in helping students choose between academies that can lead to good-paying jobs and high-demand fields. A third career center had been planned for Hampton, but NIAC President Stephen Scholes tells Radio On The Go News that there's been a change in the original plans. Hampton, Belmont, and West Fork, there's discussions about how we get those folks additional services. And so that discussion is not dead. It's a bit of a numbers game. You look at the enrollments in those schools. We don't meet some of the criteria to qualify for the million-dollar grant from the state. So we'll either have to find some school districts kind of outside of our area to participate with us, or we may just need to look at a little different model. And that's what we've been exploring at this point. But those discussions are still uh, alive and well. The academies at the Forest City Center include advanced manufacturing, construction, trades, IT, and health careers. The Hampton Public Library will be increasing the hours. They are open to the public beginning tomorrow. The library will open at 9.30 a.m. instead of 10 a.m. Library officials say the reason for the change is to better serve their early bird patrons and children during the summer vacation period. Franklin County Fair Board held their annual dinner and a show Saturday night. Mort's Water Company was the highest bidder in a competitive live auction for the Fair Queen Trophy, donated by Christensen Jewelry, setting a record at $7,500. Mort's will be able to showcase the trophy in their business until they present it to the Queen at the 2023 Franklin County Fair Coronation Ceremony to be held July 13th. In addition, Jacob Ackerman takes over as Fair Board President following in the footsteps of John Baltus. Franklin County Fair Board dinner and a show had over 400 people in attendance for the annual fundraiser and was entertained by comedian David Malmberg. Today's guest on the Radio On The Go Newsmaker Program, Hampton Dumont Superintendent Aaron Becker. He'll give us an update on the current school year and what projects will take place at the district later in the calendar year. The Radio On The Go Newsmaker program airs weekdays during the noon hour on KLMJ with archive programs available under the News tab at RadioOnTheGo.com. Several roadway segments or low water crossings are closed to traffic today in the local area due to our recent rainfall and melting snow and ice. Closures are being reported today in Butler, Saragordo, Wright, and Franklin counties. Never drive around road barricades, and if you come to where water is across a road, turn around and don't drown. A flood warning remains in effect from this afternoon to tomorrow evening for the Shell Rock River at Shell Rock. Earlier today, the stage was 11.2 feet and rising. The river is expected to rise above flood stage this afternoon to a crest of 12.3 feet just after midnight tonight. It will then fall below flood stage by tomorrow afternoon, and the flood stage is 12 feet. The high in the past 24 hours here at our studios 40 and the low of 28. For Radio On The Go News, Brian Fincher reporting.